Welcome to Patriotic Pulpit. Let's talk about education for just a few moments today. Right before I came on the air to record, I heard Tim Scott on the radio, Republican candidate for president, speaking about his potential administration is stopping us from a slide into socialism. Well, I do want him to know, as well as all the Republican candidates, we're already a socialist nation. We are already in a socialist revolution. Actually, we are headed to, toward a Marxist revolution. We have not become a Bolshevik bloodletting revolution as yet, but we are very close to a Marxist revolution. And no other place can be seen that, that can be seen so clearly that that is the case as in the modern public school classroom. So the primary target of Marxism, communism is Christianity. And we have seen a concerted anti-Christian effort by the public education system come from the federal government on down to denigrate and eliminate Christianity. At the same time, uphold Marxists and Marxist worldview to the students. For example, just look at some of the news items that are coming across the wires right now as, as uh, we're recording. Here's one from Fox News, August 28th. A Marxist teacher who called for a forceful cultural revolution lands a seat on the state legislature. That's in Colorado. A forceful Marxist revolution he's calling for. And he's calling for this revolution against whiteness. He was voted in by the Democrats to fill an open seat in the House of Representatives a week ago. His name is Tim Hernandez, selected as a state representative for the Denver area. He had a sign in his classroom calling for the dismantling of white systems. But the point of interest here is he's calling for a forceful cultural revolution, and he was not ousted out of the classroom. He instead was promoted that he now has a seat in the Colorado House of Representatives. Here's another one. Obama honored superintendent blast the white race as problematic who should feel uncomfortable. This is another Fox News article from back in January 27th. The superintendent is Scott Menzel. He of the Scottsdale Unified School District, Scottsdale, Arizona, railed against whiteness in an interview because he says the entire system needs to be dismantled. Whiteness is the problem. Here's another story. Mexican parents blaze textbooks infected with virus of communism in a fiery protest against gender ideology. There is a Christian community in Mexico that has set fire to a pile of books, textbooks, that they say is laced with Marxist communist indoctrination. Parents are also burning books in Chiapas, a southern Mexico state boarding Guatemala. And all of these departments, or I should say all of these books, are official texts in the Mexican Education Department. It's not so much different than what we have right here in the state of Texas. In the state of Texas, just about seven or eight years ago, I went to a superintendent here in Wichita Falls and pointed out what we have in the textbooks is actually communism. It had a, it had a picture of a a man walking up the stairs, and he walks uh, from the primitive times up through capitalism, and then the highest step, the highest plateau that one can reach would be Marxism, communism. Communism is how they would label it. That's the highest plateau, communism. So capitalism is on 
the way to. It's a stage on the road to communism. That was right here in the Texas textbooks. I think in Wichita Falls, they eliminated that particular one, but that's what's going on continually. Here's another one. South Dakotans flame school board meeting over pornographic books. And one of the South Dakotans' parents, and I think even school board members, says this is a Marxist global revolution. The story in Fox News reads that South Dakotans are in an outrage over novels that are saturated with hardcore pornography in the English department at Rapid City area schools. The books filled with images that cannot be described in polite society are being pushed in high schools. That is not a quote from Fox News. They describe some of it. I put that in an article, and you know what? I thought, I, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't want to say it out loud. I don't want to write it. But they had things in the textbooks that I don't even feel comfortable even saying on the air. The books are being pushed on high schoolers, and the parents are so fired up about it at the school board meetings. But here's what the, here's one of the things that the, the school board said, and I think this really shows us where we are. The school board took this weak-kneed position saying, we'll, we'll allow our attorneys to look at the issue. Oh, really? They're going to let the attorneys look at the issue. Now, this is the kind of thing that's going on. Parents are outraged. In some places, they're burning textbooks. And all that school board, uh, school board representatives can do is say, you know, we'll pass this on to the lawmakers and see if, see if something's unlawful there, see if something's illegal, and we'll just pass the buck. What has happened to America? This is absolutely outrageous that we have school boards that cannot stand for a moral a moral compass in America. They cannot stand for any kind of moral solitude in America. Now, I can add to these stories just endlessly, but this is what's happening across the board in education in America. Now, I'll tell you something else. At the same time, the scores of the high schoolers are plummeting to lower and lower levels. Indoctrination is rising. Scores are plummeting. They can't do math. The kids can't do math. They can't do science. They can't do English. They don't know, they don't know anything about uh, English grammar. They're not ready to go to college. Colleges are having to have schools or classes, I should say, that prepare them for the first year of college. And this continues to devolve, go spiraling downward, and the grades continue to plummet. At the same time, indoctrination levels are going up. And it could be that even Karl Marx could have written some of the core curriculum items that we're finding in English textbooks, history textbooks, all across the board. So what needs to be done? You know, I need to always talk about what needs to be done. Sometimes I forget to add that, but it's something very important. So right now, well, let me just start it this way. Education was left to the local governments, state governments, and particularly to parents. Parents are those who have oversight over their children and over the education that their children receive. But as time went on from about the Civil War period forward, we have that the Department of Education, National Education Association, beginning to grow in the post-Civil War period, come up to the progressive period, began to grow more. And then finally, in the Carter administration, after we had looked at it 
uh, being strengthened at a national level by the Lyndon Johnson. You know, every one of these are Democrat administrations. That's exactly what's going on. The Democrats are nothing but socialists. They're Marxists. And every single Democratic administration, they put on steroids and just shoot to the sky with more Marxist ideas. So in Jimmy Carter's administrations, 1979, the Department of Education was established and it became a federal Department of Education. And so now parents are fighting not only the local school boards, but those local school boards are getting bolstered by the National Department of Education as well as the National Education Association. So it's all nationalized. So right now, what to do about that? That, by the way, is unconstitutional. That's why our founders said no, nothing like this can go to the federal government. We assign 20 powers to the federal government involving such things as national defense, a coinage, weights and measures, post office, that kind of thing. So they said nothing like education should ever go to the federal government. But, you know, we didn't pay heed to the wisdom of the founders, and so we let everything drift to Washington, D.C. So now we have in Congress a representative from the state of Kentucky. His name is Representative Massey. He introduced a bill several years ago to abolish the Federal Department of Education. And this is a news release that came out in February of this year. So this is Representative Thomas Massey. He has reintroduced the same bill. It's uh, the bill is numbered H.R. House Resolution 899 to abolish the Federal Department of Education. The bill, which is one long sentence, states this. The Department of Education shall terminate on December 31, 2023. That is exactly what needs to take place. And you need to get hold of your representatives, just as we have representatives in the state of Texas and wherever you live, a representative that is in Washington, D.C., to support the abolishment of the Federal Department of Education. Now, Massey made a couple of comments regarding education that I think are worthy of repetition right here. He said, unelected bureaucrats in Washington, D.C., should not be in charge of our children's intellectual and moral development. Now, I want to add just a caveat on that. Unelected bureaucrats have been in charge of the intellectual development and the moral devolution of our children and the indoctrination in Marxist ideology. And he points out that they should not be in charge of the education of your children at all. Going on, he tells us, states and local communities are best positioned States, local communities, best positioned to change and to shape curricula that meet the needs of their students. Schools should be accountable. Let me stop there. You know what makes them unaccountable? What makes a school unaccountable? Washington, D.C. makes it unaccountable. Taking everything to the D.C. level makes it unaccountable because you can't fight Washington, D.C., in order to make the schools and local schools accountable, then you have, to, you have to bring it back to local control. So he tells us schools should be accountable, and that, of course, as I've added, is bringing it back to local control. Parents have the right to choose, he continues, the most appropriate educational opportunity for the children, including homeschool, public school, or private school. 
That is exactly right. You know what? The best option at this particular time is because the Department of Education, the Federal Department of Education has set fire to the local schools and it is burning down. The education has now become indoctrination for the most part. That's not to say there are not a lot of good teachers, but you know what? When there's so many federal factors involved, there's only so much that a local teacher can do. And so what needs to take place is you need to get your kids out of the public school system and you put them in either homeschool or you put them in a private school such as a Christian school. I, for example, am teaching in a Christian school, Wichita Christian School in Wichita Falls, Texas. And this is the kind of school that you need to have your children in. There are always, there are always uh, financial aid packages available, but what's going on in the Department of Education through the public school system is actually a sham. And that's exactly what's taking place. And so the criteria has been lowered, the scores are lowering, and propaganda has risen. Representative Massey made one other statement here, and he's actually quoting President Ronald Reagan here in his statement, in his letter that he put out. And I want you to hear what Ronald Reagan had to say. As a third step, these are Reagan's words, we propose to dismantle two cabinet departments, energy and education. Boy, isn't that exactly where we are right now. Both secretaries are wholly in accord with this. Some of the activities in both of these departments will, of course, be continued either independently or in other areas of government. There's only one way to shrink the size and cost of big government, and that is by eliminating agencies that are not needed and are getting in the way of a solution. Now, we don't need an energy department to solve our basic energy, pro energy problem. Reagan goes on to say, as long as we let the forces of the marketplace work without undue interference, the ingenuity of consumers, business, producers, inventors will do that for us. Similarly, education is the principal responsibility of local school systems, teachers, parents, citizen boards, state governments. By eliminating the Department of Education, Less than two years after it has been created, Reagan said this, remember, back in the 1980s, we cannot only reduce the budget but ensure that local needs and preferences rather than the wishes of Washington determine the education of our children. Boy, wasn't Reagan right on target with that one. That is exactly right. And you know, there is a presidential candidate that speaks exactly that way, and that is Vivek Ramaswamy. He has boldly stepped out and talked about eliminating one department after the other at the Washington, D.C. federal level. He's opposed by the neocons such as the Nikki Haley's. For the life of me, I don't understand why anyone such as the Fox News polls would have Nikki Haley getting a bump after the last presidential election. What did she offer? <laughs> she offered more Ukraine, more money to Ukraine, more foreign wars, in a country that we can't even, we have no interest in continually bankrupting the United States. Vivek Ramaswamy speaks out boldly on this, and he is exactly right. That's why I appreciate him. We'll be back in a moment. I started off talking about how 
Tim Scott told about trying to keep America from sliding into socialism. But the sad truth of the fact is we're already a socialistic nation and we're sliding not into socialism, but we're sliding now toward a Marxist revolution. And if you have any doubt of that, all you have to do is take a look at what's going on in the public education system. A cross-section of what is happening in public education is a perfect illustration. You can't, you can't look at the news in any news website without seeing that there is Marxism being taught from California to Maine to Hawaii to Alaska, and that has been inserted into the public school curriculum, sometimes all the way down to grade school and kindergarten. But one illustration of that is right here in the state of Texas, which is called the Texas Appleseed Project. Texas Appleseed Project bills themselves as a, as a nonprofit organization, but it's a Houston, Dallas, and Austin-based nonprofit law center. And it absolutely is a, a, an organization that recommends programs and presses programs upon the public school system. So they write a statement in, on their website on behalf of the Texas Organizing Project, Texas Appleseed, Texas Criminal Justice Coalition. And they're encouraging, for example, in this particular article, the Dallas Independent School District to adopt a, a particular program that involved banning suspensions, building up infrastructures, but banning suspensions, building up infrastructure, for what purpose? The purpose was to eliminate racial disparities in school discipline. Well, right, right away, already they're in trouble because racial disparities, they're assuming, is done because of racism and specifically white racism. So it goes right back to the Marxist revolution, uh, revolutionaries we talked about earlier uh, in Colorado, for example, that the problem is whiteness. The problem is the white people. And we've got to get rid of the whites and the whites have been controlling everything. And we've got to get the black and brown people in charge of everything. And you've got, we've got to stop this racial disparity in the jail system. And now in the schools, they say we've got to stop the racial disparities in the juvenile detention system. And that's exactly what Texas Appleseed's all about. So going on, they tell us in their, in their article, and this is a, on their website, they tell us the Texas Organizing Project grassroots statewide organization led by people of color that fights for racial and social justice for all Texans. Texas Appleseed is a public interest justice center based in Austin that works to dismantle unjust laws and policies that unduly burden historically undeserved Texans. All right, what does that mean? Let's break that down. That means basically there are too many black and brown children in the schools that are being disciplined, that is, in a, in a, speaking about proportions compared to the white population, so there's many more of the minorities that are being punished compared to the white majority. Therefore, the assumption immediately is that this is all about racism. And so they tell us that not only that, but then this leads to mass incarceration later. So these are some of the people that were behind Coming into the state of Texas in 2013, matter of fact, Deborah Fowler was the uh, director of the Texas Appleseed Project in 2013. 
I believe she still is, maybe. Deborah Fowler said, well, the, the main problem is that we have racism in the school systems and we have police arresting black and brown children in the schools. And so therefore we have to eliminate the police presence in the schools. So today, if you go to a public school, whether it be here in Wichita Falls, whether it be in Dallas, whether it be in Austin, in Houston, El Paso, you go to a public school and the kids will be there hurting one another or, they, or they'll be destroying private and public property. They will be destroying the school system, not necessarily hurting one another in this particular scenario I'm going to present to you, but they'll be destroying public property. They might take laptops and be crashing them on the ground. They might be cursing a blue streak, and they might be threatening everybody in the school. But what are the police going to They can't do anything. They might have police officers there. They can't even touch them. They stand there and watch it and say, well, I dare you to touch me. I dare you to touch me. And they destroy offices. They go to a principal's office and destroy a principal's office, taking pictures off the wall and bashing them on the floor. I've watched it happen, and you know, this is what's happening right now in the public school system. But some, from 2013, with the impetus from Texas Appleseed Project, they don't want to have any police presence there. They don't even like the police being there in uniform, but they are there. But they can't touch anybody, so they don't want to touch anyone, so they can't touch them. So what good are they? So it's just a badge. They might have a gun on the side, but... That doesn't mean anything to these kids because they know exactly where, where to, what to go, how far to push it. So they go on to talk about, this is Texas Appleseed saying that, well, okay, the problem is that we have created a school-to-prison pipeline, and that, that brings up civil rights violations for so many young people across the state of Texas. And so they bring out all the figures saying how many black children have been punished in juvenile justice centers, how many... Latino children had been punished and how many whites. And of course, the disparities are able to be seen in that. And the assumption is, and that's an assumption, that that is, this, the numbers are despairing. That is, the numbers are different and much higher percentages of blacks because of the people that are administering the punishments are whites and they're racist. That's, what's, that's what the assumption is. But that is exactly what is at fault here. That is what I absolutely, teetotally deny. That is not what's happening. What's happening is that minority children, or three-quarters of them in the black community, are brought up in homes without fathers. They are lawless, and many of them are tearing these schools apart simply because they have no father in the home. And they don't learn to respect any kind of authority. They don't respect the teacher. They don't respect the police. They don't respect God. They don't respect the churches. They don't respect anything. And yet they come into the school system and they are the ones, by and large, the minority children are the ones, by and large, who are exhibiting this kind of behavior. And so what, what happens? Well, they get suspended more. But then, oh, and now we come Texas Appleseed. No, you can't suspend them more because that means you're racist. See, we're, this is an example of adults refusing to be adults. Adults that should be in charge of our government, in charge of what's happening, refusing to step up to the plate and discuss what really is the problem in America. And what really is the problem is a lack of morality. And that has come about because 
we have eliminated the father in the home. And we have created homes where there is no respect for authority. And they go to the school and there is exactly the same way there. That's what's happening. And yet no one wants to address it. No one wants to say that. No one wants to point that out because that sounds so harsh, but that is the reality of it. So that's what's happening in the public school system. That's what's happening in Texas public schools. And so these organizations such as Texas Appleseed, which really takes all of its cues from the Marxist of the world, absolutely has pressured the school systems to have the policies in place that they desire. And all of that does all of that does what? Well, it creates more problems because it creates more chaos. It creates violence. There is so much violence in the public school system. It is absolutely incredible. And I know for a fact that the violence that takes place in the public school system, the public school districts try to tamp down not the not the violence necessarily and they do that perhaps, but they also try to tamp down the figures and try to make it so that it doesn't look so bad on the record keeping that they have. So they will declassify some of the some of the offenses that are taking place and declassify them into some kind of misdemeanor. And that's what's going on with Texas Appleseed. They don't put all these things into misdemeanors. You see, the problem is not anymore chewing gum or the problem is not uh, children spitting in the classroom or chewing tobacco or anything like that. No, the problem is they're on drugs. They're having sex in the schools. They're having, they're having violence. Teachers are being beaten up in the schools. Kids are bringing guns and knives to the schools. That's what's happening. It's not a chewing gum situation anymore at all. It is absolutely out of control, and the public school system represents that. So the best thing to do, get your children out of the public school system. Put them in private education. Put them in a private education or homeschooling. If you want to save your children's souls, and perhaps even their lives, and their morality, you better start homeschooling your children or put them in a private Christian school.